You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Introducing the Mike Moore Ministries mobile app, your gateway to spiritual inspiration and godly leadership. With a host of practical features, it's like having a personal spiritual guide in the palm of your hand. Watch and listen to the How to Win podcast, get exclusive early access to the Answers That Work broadcast before it airs on television, receive uplifting and thought-provoking nuggets, and stay up to date with Mike Moore's speaking engagements through an interactive calendar. To download, visit your device's app store and search Mike Moore Ministries. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, now thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ. So good to have you with us today. I begin a series entitled The People Puzzle. We're talking about leadership and the people puzzle. The theme that's running through this series is attracting, developing, and empowering people. That's our job as leaders to uh, attract people, develop people, then empower them uh, to go to the next level, to accomplish a goal, achieve a dream. This is our third lesson. Each one of these lessons uh, has a sub Topic and our subtopic is the empowerment process. The empowerment process. In our last episode, episode two, we talked about the equipping process and the development process. In this lesson, we're going to talk about the empowerment process. There's a difference between development, we talked about that in our last episode, and empowerment. Now, development focuses on your personal growth as a leader. It focuses on your growth in terms of your motives, having the right motives, and having a positive attitude, uh, growth in your decision-making capacity. So development has to do with your growth as a leader. But empowerment, the thing that we're going to deal with today, the empowerment process is about granting other individuals the authority, the autonomy, and resources to make decisions and take ownership of their work. Empowerment has to do with granting other individuals, other individuals. We're going to grant other individuals authority. We're going to grant other individuals autonomy and the resources to make decisions to take ownership of their work. I shared uh, in, in a prior uh episode and series about the paradox of power. The paradox of power is that you become leader more powerful when you give power away. Worldly leadership is about gaining power. I want power. I want control over others. I want the power and the control over all the decision-making. 
But great leadership is about empowerment. In other words, we're going to give away power. And the paradox of power is that you become more powerful as a leader when you give power away. Uh, we're going to look now the rest of the way at the components of empowerment. The components of empowerment. The first component of empowerment is responsibility. Responsibility. The transference of 100% responsibility for an important area or assignment. Uh, the transference empowerment of 100% responsibility for an important area or an important assignment. Responsibility. You're going to give others responsibility. And this is on a higher level. When we talked about this in... Um, uh, the development process, we talked about uh, on a limited or graduated basis, but we're literally giving 100% uh, responsibility to someone else. The second component is creativity, releasing the creative potential of the person that we give the responsibility to. We're going to release their creative potential and we're going to give them the latitude to experiment, take risks, and do things differently. Now, we talked about uh, releasing creativity in the development process, but we said that it was on a limited basis. Now, we're talking about allowing other individuals to have creative potential in an area, in an assignment, and they have the latitude to experiment on how they're going to do it, take risks, and do it differently than we would have done it. That's empowerment. The third component is authority, and that's the ability to direct the actions of others based on legitimate position, expertise, or role. The ability to direct the actions of others based on legitimate position, expertise, and role. And when you give authority as a leader, then that person has a right to oversee others. They have the authority to, to oversee others based on their position, their expertise, and the role that you've given them. They uh, over direct the actions of others. They give direction to others. You're, you're not pulling strings behind. They're not puppeteers. No, you're giving them responsibility. You're giving them uh, creative potential, you're giving them the authority. And then the fourth component is autonomy. 
Autonomy is the right to exercise independent judgment, make decisions, take actions without having to check with authorities or get permission from authorities. And yes, that's risky, but that's what empowerment is. It's autonomy. It's autonomy. It's the right to exercise independent judgment. When you empower others, you give them to the right to exercise independent judgment. Make decisions, take action without coming asking for your permission, without checking back with you. In other words, autonomy empowers individuals to act according to their expertise and understanding. They don't have to come back and forth with you and find out what you think about it and should you do, we do it your way? No, that's not autonomy. For example, on a football team, you have the coach and you have the team and you got the quarterback. He's the leader on the field. He's the leader on the team and the leader on the field. The coach may send a play in or the quarterback may look to the side to get a play from the coach. And then that assignment or that play is relayed to everyone in what is called a huddle. So everyone know, knows what the play is. Knowing what the play is, they know what they roll. They break the huddle, come up to the line of scrimmage. The quarterbacks are looking over the defense, and he calls an audible. In other words, he changes the play at the line of scrimmage. He changes what they thought they were going to do based on the play call from the sideline, based from the huddle. He's calling an animal. In other words, he's using independent judgment, decision. And that decision that he's making is based off his understanding, his knowledge of what is happening in real time with the defense. The defense has shifted. The defense has moved in a certain position. That information was not known when the play was called. So the quarterback has the autonomy to change the play at the line of scrimmage. That's what autonomy is. But the fifth component, A, B, C, D, E, the fifth component is accountability. Accountability is to be answerable for results. It's to take responsibility for one's actions, take responsibility for one's decisions and for the outcome. So the quarterback's autonomy is balanced 
by responsibility to make informed decisions that benefit the team. And even though this quarterback has autonomy, the quarterback is answerable to the coach for the decision that was made. The autonomy gave the, the quarterback the right to use independent judgment, but that independent judgment is balanced by responsibility. Now that you've changed the call, you are responsible for that decision, and now you're answerable to the coach. So when we look at empowerment, it involves responsibility, creativity, authority, autonomy, and accountability. A classic, a classic illustration of empowerment is, is found in Philippians chapter 2, verses 19 through 24. I want to read it. And the Apostle Paul is writing to the church at Philippi. He presently is in prison, unable to go to physically go to Philippi. He says in verse 19, writing to this church, but I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timothy to you shortly that I also may be, be encouraged when I know your state. For I have no one like-minded who will sincerely care for your state, your state. For all seek their own, not the things which are of Christ, but you know his proven character, referring to Timothy, you know his proven character that as a son with his father, he served with me in the gospel. Therefore, I hope to send him at once as soon as I see as it goes with me. But I trust in the Lord that I myself shall also come shortly. So the Apostle Paul was overseeing multiple churches. He had the oversight. He was the apostle who had gone in and built those churches from the ground up. And he was the, uh, what we may call the general overseer. He would go in and see how those churches were doing. He would also place in elders at those churches and he would go and check on their well-being. Well, in this particular instance, in this writing in Philippi, he could not physically go to the church of Philippi. So he said to them that I am going to send Timothy there so that he can relay back to me how you're doing. He emphasized that Timothy was a man of character. He had proven character and he, unlike others, naturally cared for their well-being. It was not self-interest. Timothy was not driven by ego but he naturally cared for the people. Now, Timothy had been developed by Paul. 
And because he had been developed by Paul, he understood how Paul thought. He understood how Paul cared for the people. He shared Paul's values, Paul's priorities, Paul's purpose, Paul's conviction. He had embraced through development and absorbed Paul's attitude. Consequently, he could be a bridge from Paul in prison to the people at Philippi. In other words, he had been developed. And now that he had been developed, Paul felt comfortable empower, giving power or empowering Paul to handle this affair. Now, he had possesses empowerment. Paul has given him empowerment. And so when we look back at our uh, components of empowerment, now Timothy, on behalf of the Apostle Paul, has 100 responsibility for what for this task now, because Paul is not there. He has 100 percent responsibility for checking for ministering, for caring for those people during that time. He has the creative uh, 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 liberty. He has been released now. He can make decisions. He can experiment. He can take risks. He can do things differently than Paul would have done because he has been developed by Paul. So his methods may be different. But the intrinsic nature of what he does will be consistent. The value system will be consistent with the Apostle Paul. He has the authority now to go in and direct those that have been uh, placed in leadership positions. He has autonomy to make decisions independent. Of the Apostle Paul. He doesn't have to be going back, sending back to Paul. Should I do this? Should I do that? What do you think about this? What do you, he doesn't have to do that because Paul is in prison. He has the autonomy, but he also has accountability. He will be accountable later to the Apostle Paul for the autonomy that he uh, exercised in Philippi. And empowerment is a beautiful thing. Listen at this as I close. Empowerment expands you, leader. The Apostle Paul could exercise oversight over multiple churches because he didn't always have to be present, physically present. So listen, if you want to expand your ministry, expand your business, you have to empower others. It expands you, what you can do. No CEO, no business leader, no pastor can be everywhere. So empowerment expands you. It expands the leadership. But it also expands the organization, expands the business, expands the church. And then it really, in terms of the influence that God uh, has, it 
it expands God's influence by empowerment. When you as a leader try to do everything and everything has to run across your desk and you have to have your hand on everything and be everywhere, not only does it hinder you, it hindered the organization and it hindered the expansion of God's influence. Listen, I trust that this episode, this lesson on empowerment has blessed you. I want you to go back and listen to the podcast, share it with others. And in our next episode, we're going to conclude this people puzzle by talking about motivation, creating the want to in followers. I love you. I thank you for taking this leadership journey with me, and I look forward to seeing you next time.